Miss the conversation? Find all the interviews in the podcast section on capetalk.co.za. Sometimes it's interesting to chat about things um, in and around the Mother City. There's uh, the cycle tour taking place. It's a Cape Town cycle tour. And that tour goes all around uh, the peninsula through towards uh, the Hard Bay area and then comes back into Greenpoint. So be careful if you're out there traveling through Weinberg, traveling through Simonstown. I think I don't know where the the front lot of uh, the cyclists are at the moment, but it's more of a cycle tour than what it is a cycle race. So enjoy the scenery, enjoy what's happening. But it's also important for us to bring you an awareness about what's happening in and around the city and Mashudu Palandwa uh, from the city's invasive species unit chats to us now. So you'll be chatting to us about beetle infested trees that are being removed from public owned land uh, while the city kicks starts its voluntary tree replacement program. And on the 8th of March, the city of Cape Town uh, commenced with the removal of what is known as polyphagus shot hole borer beetle PSHB infested trees from city owned land and unfortunately infested trees have to be chipped as this is the only scientifically proven method to prevent the spread of that pest uh, occurring uh, and, and spreading to other areas. Uh, this morning we chat to Mashudu. Mashudu, very good morning to you and, and welcome to Cape, Ta- to Cape Talk. Uh, good morning Zane and good morning to the listeners. Uh, it's it's I'm excited to be here. Mashudu is the acting program manager for the city's invasive species unit. Um, what is the latest update? Because, uh, you know, there are a number of trees have been identified uh, on the city's property, but also a number of trees on private property, Mashudu. Yes. Uh, yeah, thank you, Zain. Um, at, at this point, um, we can confirm that the invasion of the polyphagus should hold border has been confirmed um, in the big region, Somerset West, being one the first area in the city uh, where we've, ident- we've positively identified this beetle since 2019. And um, late in January, um, we then find um, our first um, posit- positive uh, ID of PSHB in the Newlands area. And since then, uh, in the southern suburbs, we've got... Um, the beetle confirmed uh, in Newlands, uh, Rondebosch, uh, Kenilworth, Mowbray Observatory, and uh, Weinberg. So at this point, um, we, we've got just below 200 um, um, verified reports by, uh, on the registration of this fungicide. Um, and um, at this point, we, we are not, um, as the city, we are not going to advocate for a product that has not been tested more especially in the ornamental trees where we know on day-to-day basis there's interaction, direct interaction of such trees and humans or or other animals in the surrounding of those trees. So it would be very risky for us to advocate for that. But what we are open to, and we've been engaging with other companies that, that are suggesting that they have got treatment, but what is different with other companies that we're engaging with is that they would like to test their products in the city before they can go out public and, 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 and advocate for those products to be used. Uh, so the same applies to, to the, 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 the company uh, that is suggesting that they've got a product. We're more than willing to engage with them so that they can run the test in an urban environment, not for forestry. Um, I think I did listen in to their uh, conversation um, when they were on radio and they indicated that there was a mistake with the registration. Uh, 
What I found funny is that they've had this emergency registration for over five years. Why haven't they gone back to the registrar under um, the Department of, um, I think it's Rural Development, uh, agriculture and rural development yeah. why haven't they gone back to the registrar and say we made a mistake when we registered our product it was supposed to be registered for all trees not for forestry so mm. that's uh, what I found funny and yeah. just add, I've also looked at the research that they allegedly saying they have done and they've only tested this product on one one species. So it would be very mm. risky to say use and the product or it's safe for more than 100 species. Yes, uh, I, I think that's that's exactly what you alluded to, the fact that you've got a, more than 100 species and you've got 4,000 trees that are affected. And uh, I'm glad that you're actually willing to, uh, you know, to engage with what Mary has suggested. And uh, and look at it, Mashudu Palandwa chatting to us. He's the acting program manager for the City Invasive Species Unit. Uh, James in Simonstown has got a question. James, a good morning to you and welcome to Cape Talk. Good morning. I wondered if, if your guest could tell us what is the prognosis for the historic trees in Arden and Gardens in Claremont? Much you do. you have an answer for that? The historic trees in the Arden Gardens in Claremont? Yeah. Um, so what we know at this point is that there has not been uh, any positive ID in the garden. Um, so and we we are working very close with with the garden. Um, I'm, I'm I'm not sure if I'm going to get his title very wrong. I engage with the with the manager uh, Paul Baker on daily basis. We we talk a lot. Uh, so we, we know there isn't any positive ID to this date. And obviously, um, looking at uh, um, the, the, the value of trees that are in the garden, uh, one needs to, to, be, to be very cautious. So we, we are, and I can say we, we, we have already surveyed the areas in, in and around, around the garden. And um, yeah, we, 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 we are safe at this point in time. Um, Obviously, what we need to do is to continuously be careful when we um, when we deal with uh, infested material, and that's the reason why we are also educating um, uh, our contractors and private businesses that are that are uh, involved in the handling or management of any tree uh, material. Mm. There we go, James. That's the answer for the historic trees in the Ardern Gardens in Clement. For the moment, there's an ongoing conversation, and for the moment, they seem to be safe chatting to the acting program manager for the city's invasive species unit, Mashudu Palandwa, this morning. Um, I've got another question very quickly, uh, Mashudu, from Linda. Linda, good morning, and welcome to Cape Talk. George, Linda's on line one. And I have three beautiful plain trees, but this week they got highlighted with spring, uh, bright pink spray paint and a sample of bark has been taken out of each tree. And a friend of mine suggested that these trees uh, have been marked for the beetle infestation. So I was just going to ask you if this is how you identify the trees or have my trees been vandalized? Thank you very much. Yeah, Before you go, I, I just needed to find out where, which area. Uh, In Newlands. In Newlands. Newlands. Um, so, yeah, um, if, if it's in Newlands, um, there is um, 
the possibility that we, we have received report that your trees are showing symptoms of the polyphagous short hole borer. And one of our team members would have come out and, and um, um, uh, uh, what you call it now, uh, have a look at the, tr- the trees, assess the trees. And part of the assessment, because we, we understand that, that there is quite a few number of uh, beetle species that lives in, in the tree. So part of the assessment would be to scrape uh, beyond the bark to see if the type of beetle that is in your, in your particular tree, uh, it's the polyphagous short hole borer because the way these beetle affect uh, the tree is different. It's different from other common beetles that we know to use trees as their habitat. So that's why maybe the bark would have been removed. Some pieces of bark would have been removed uh, from from those plain trees that you you have. And as I've indicated, uh, depending on the level of infestation at this point, um, we we will either advise to continue monitoring if the infestation is low. Uh, but if it's if infestation level is, is high, um, then those trees would recommend that they be removed if they are on private property. Uh, if they are on uh, city land, uh, obviously we will take a uh, we'll make a call to to remove such tree. But again, it's all dependent on the uh, level of infestation, what type of the tree species is, and how uh, um, the, the overall health condition of of that particular tree um, mm. is. Yeah. Monsieur de Balandua chatting to us this morning. We're chatting about the um, beetle-infested trees removed from uh, public-owned lands while the city kickstarts its voluntary replacement program. And uh, by the 6th of March, the city has recorded 191 infested trees, 104 on city-owned properties, 87 on private properties. There are about 4,000 trees in affected areas, Somerset West, Newlands, Kenilworth, Mowbray, Rondebosch Observatory, and in Weinberg. Monsieur, I'm not going to have an answer for my daughter because they're doing okay. photosynthesis and they're doing you know how uh, the plants give us oxygen and they absorb carbon dioxide and i think this is where mary's story comes in the fact that you know what can we not there is a plight of actually wanting to save the trees instead of destroying them and taking them out because it's going to take years to you know for a tree to grow to the full complement of the trees that we are removing uh, at the moment but the pest actually poses a serious threat or doesn't it yeah uh, it, it does um, post a very very serious uh, threat um, in, a, in a number of, uh, of things um, <clears throat> sorry you you've alluded to to the fact that trees um, are known to absorb uh, carbon dioxide and giving off um, oxygen as an example I mean we we live in a city and we can all agree that carbon emission it's, it's, it's quite high um, in the in the cities uh, so these trees uh, plays a huge role in um, carbon dioxide uh, sequestration. Um, so, like I said, it doesn't mean that every single tree that has been infested by the beetle will be removed. Um, they are uh, prioritized species just because we know how quick or how rapid the beetle is able to multiply and the fungi um, whilst they enter that particular tree species. Uh, but some other trees are going to be left for uh, for monitoring and we see how they are responding to, to the beetle because we, we also believe that um, some trees might be able to might be able to survive uh, or to fight back uh, the the beetle. But I think the initiative that the city has started to say um, we we are going to uh, um, uh, uh, kickstart the tree replacement um, 
a program. It's, it's, it's a way to show that we are all concerned about, about the trees. And whilst we are giving the scientists an opportunity to find a tested solution, what do we do? And at the current moment, science suggests that we remove heavily infested trees and handle the, the infested material carefully so that we don't end up uh, spreading the, the beetle in other parts of the city where we don't, uh, we don't want it uh, uh, to go to. So the bottom line is, as the city, we are also concerned about uh, the trees. We want to save the trees. But until such time there is a proven uh, uh, um, treatment for the trees, we, we will be guided by science uh, to, to, to uh, act on the, uh, infested, on the infested trees. Because, we, like, like I said, we understand the value. I don't have to, to say it out, but I know yeah. for sure the role that our trees play on our day-to-day lives. Mm. What is there for people to look out for? And uh, what, what are the symptoms then of an infested tree? And, uh, you know, it's kind of scary when somebody from the city just comes and uh, marks your tree and there's no engagement. I, I think, uh, uh, you know, Linda was a bit uh, upset about the fact that, you know what, this is happening. Are my trees being vandalized or, or is it just an engagement, you know, with people where you find these trees on private property? So what, what are the symptoms to look out for in infested trees? Uh, yeah, so it's yeah. So maybe before I give the symptoms, um, mm. we, we we don't go into private properties as the city, unless if we've received a report. Uh, so okay. maybe maybe Linda can engage uh, with us. I will give the contact details after the after the interview. Maybe she can engage with us. I will I will make arrangements to have somebody revisit uh, Linda's uh, uh, property. But uh, to look for um, the different species uh, behave differently uh, from the infestation so one some of the common symptoms would be to look at um, dark brown stains uh, in around uh, the tree um, either on the trunk mostly or in the stems so those dark uh, staining indicates where the beetle has went through um, in some trees which is difficult to see because these beetles are very tiny would be to look for the entry holes uh, some tree uh, will show excessive gumming. We know that uh, gumming in trees is quite common, but once your tree starts to excessively secrete uh, gumming, then uh, that shows um, a bit of, uh, of stress or a strain. And um, the white sugary substances as well, you will start noticing white sugary substances on the back of the, of the tree. So that's some of the indication that the uh, tree has been infested. Or if your tree all of, all of a sudden is starting to show dieback, on the uh, on the branches, uh, so you can let us know, um, as, and then we will come out and verify uh, if there is PSHB or if it's just maybe other other um, uh, causes uh, that are causing the the tree to behave or to respond the way it's responding. Mm. But should it, we've we've had such a response to this, and uh, we use beetle infested trees removed from public owned land while the city starts a voluntary tree replacement program. We thought it prudent and wise to keep on Mashiru Palandwa this morning from the city's invasive species because uh, I think it is essential for us, Mashiru. Thank you so much for, for holding on the line for a few minutes until we take the news. But I think it's essential for us to inform, and I think that's the most important part of this exercise, Mashiru, is to inform everybody out there. Um, Mark out in uh, Mark has got a question. He's on the line on 0214460567 in Tamburskloff. Mark, a very good morning to you. Welcome to Cape Talk and your question for Mashiru, please. 
Morning, Zane, and, and good morning to Mashudu, and, and thank you for taking my call. Um, here in Tumbuzkluf, I live in a, in a sectional title block, and there are three very large carob trees which are growing on the pavement outside the building. So they're actually on city council land, but the trees are so large, and, and I mean, they've been there for probably 50 or 60 years. Um, they're obviously encroaching, if you like, or at least part of the tree is encroaching onto our property. And uh, in recent months, in, since December, we've had two instances of branches dropping off the one tree. Uh, one fell outside on, onto the pavement and one fell inside onto our property and, and actually did cause some damage. And the one, a tree, the one tree appears to be diseased uh, to the extent that it's got what looked like um, little galls growing on the stems and the branches, whereas the other two trees appear to be, to be clear of that. So I just really wanted some advice as to who might one call to uh, address this situation, because clearly the trees are the city council's property, not, not ours, but they're actually having an impact on our property, if you like. Mm. Mark, uh, uh, Mashudu will give us the details for that. Mashudu, um, who does he report it to if he feels that those trees are diseased and where can he reach out to? Yeah. Uh, so, yeah, he can, uh, Mark, you can drop us uh, an email. Um, and then we will we will come and inspect uh, those trees, and if it's um, PSHB infested, then we will um, take necessary steps to have those trees removed if uh, they need to be they need to be removed. But if not PSHB and they just need uh, normal uh, pruning and whatnot, we will uh, direct the report to to the relevant um, department within the city that will assist with uh, pruning of of those uh, trees. Mark, that email can be sent to invasive.species at capetown.gov.za. So that's invasive.species at capetown.gov.za, and that's where you can direct that particular mail to. Uh, Mashudu, uh, another uh, uh, WhatsApp message coming in of 0725671567 this morning uh, to the caller about the cure, um, inverted commas, cure. Don't fall prey to con artists trying to sell you fake cures to profit from this catastrophe. Absolutely shocking how this is becoming uh, rife and nothing has been proven effective yet. Uh, and that's exactly what you were saying, Mashuri, isn't it? Yeah, yeah, exactly. Um, so it, 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 it should be alarming to members of the public um, if, if, if somebody comes straight up and say, I've, I've got cure. Uh, what we would advise is if, if such um, people come to you, ask for their research, uh, ask for their for their information. Where did they do, do the research on what species and how long did they do the research and, and so forth? Because, again, um, we, 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 we might um, fall um, uh, victims uh, of people that are using this crisis to, to make money. And imagine spending thousands of friends and after two or three years, you end up having to remove such tree that you were trying to, to treat. You're not going to recover your money that, that you spent on uh, buying uh, the cure in inverted comma. Um, and the tree um, might end up having uh, to, be, to be removed. So please, we, we really want our members of the public to, to, to be very cautious when it comes to, to treatment. Like I said, we, we are working with a number of institutions. Um, once there is proven and tested cure, we will communicate accordingly. We are also wanting to save trees. 
Uh, and that's why we are allowing those who are expertise in research to do the research. But at the present moment, we also have to manage this uh, this crisis before it gets out of completely out of out of control and cause uh, quite a lot of uh, economic uh, and social damage. Mashida Palandwa chatting to us this morning is the acting program manager for the city's invasive species unit. Mashida, what contact details? I think it's the most important people, most important thing actually, and how to report the PSHB beetle sightings. If you find that, you know, your tree is infected or infested with this particular beetle, where do people go to? Uh, and what are the contact details for the city? Yeah. So uh, members of the public can uh Contact us via telephone on zero two one triple four two three five seven, or they can send us an email um, to invasive dot species at cape town dot gov dot za. Alternatively, they can visit our website at www dot cape town dot gov dot za uh, forward slash uh, invasive species. Um, then there they can also be able to log in a, a report for us to come and, and assess any possible infestation. Mashudu, thank you so much for your time this morning and thank you for all the information provided. That's Mashudu Palandua, Acting Program Manager for the City's Invasive Species Unit. The contact details for you is capetown.gov. Dot za forward slash invasive species online you can call the city on 021 as monday to friday triple four two three five seven or you can send them an email invasive dot species at capetown.gov.za